Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are listening to the Mother of All Talk Shows podcast with George Galloway. China is subject to a kind of orchestra. It's orchestrated and the conductor is not hard to identify. And that orchestra, like any orchestra, has different sections. A string section, a a brass section, percussion section, and so on. And One section is brought in as the conductor decides. Everything from Tibet to the Falun Gong uh, to the Uyghur situation, uh, the situation of Chinese Muslims as a whole, China's role in Africa, Taiwan, Huawei. One section after another is brought in by the conductors hoping to build this crescendo of hatred against China. Why? Well, China is breathing down the necks of the United States. It's the second biggest economy in the world. It's the biggest country in the world in terms of population. It has the brightest economic future in the world. That's why my children, although very small, are all going to Chinese school. Because by the time they grow up and enter the labor market, a good knowledge of Chinese will be much more valuable than a new, a new knowledge of Latin. I see that the British government has reverted to type on that. China is the victim of multiple calumnies, mainly generated by the very same engine rooms that brought us the calumnies that preceded uh, the invasion and occupation of Iraq, uh, the invasion and occupation of Libya, uh, the invasion and occupation of Syria, uh, the war against Yemen, and so on and so on. But there's a difference. China is in a position to answer back. They have their own television platform, CGTN, uh, which broadcasts in English and has an increasingly ready audience all over the world, nearly as big as the audience of the mother of all talk shows. And that's why I'm particularly happy to welcome Li Jingjing, who's a journalist and broadcaster on that very same broadcaster, CGTN. Very nice to meet you, madame. Uh, it's, uh, I've followed your work for a, for a long time. Uh, let's start with what I just said by way of introduction. Do you agree with me that these stories, I call them calumnies, uh, these slanders against China are not organic. Uh, they don't emerge out of nowhere. They are deliberately 
generated by people who want to slow China down at least and help to break China up at worst. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, but first, thanks for having me, George. I've been following your work for a while as well, so I'm really glad to be here. So first, um, we've been hearing all kinds of horrendous claims about China made by the West, either it's about Xinjiang, Hong Kong, um, Tibet, uh, COVID. So, and uh, all this, but if you actually talk to those people who actually been to those regions, for example, Xinjiang, if you talk to people who actually been to Xinjiang, either diplomats, expats, uh, local Chinese, Uyghurs, students, you will hear a different stories. Many people who made those allegations on Western mainstream media, they are either never been to Xinjiang or they went there, but distorted the facts. Okay, so one of the major allegations that are being talked about recently is about the, they're saying, that China is committing genocide towards Uyghurs in Xinjiang, which is far from the truth. I, as a journalist that actually visited Xinjiang many times over the past few years, witnessed the changes of Xinjiang. I went there not just for work, also for my personal vacations, and also I conducted thorough interviews with lots of Uyghurs, locals, and also, also people of different ethnic groups. And they come from all walks of life, some of them uh, Islamic religious leaders, some are imams, some are farmers, some are artists. They tell me completely different stories from what you normally hear on Western mainstream media. Uh, for example, the genocide. I can give you some data. Um, the, according to the latest and also the seventh national demographic census, the population of Uyghurs in Xinjiang grew by 1.8 million. The growth rate is 18.52% higher than all other ethnic minorities in Xinjiang, and also higher than the national average. Um, and also uh, the life expectancy of people in Xinjiang grew from 30 in the year 1949 to 72 now. So I don't know which genocide in the world that actually boosts the population of a certain ethnic group. And not just, by, not just boosting the population, um, Actually, Uyghurs and all the other ethnic minorities in China have many privileges to get better education, to get better employment. Uh, for example, kids of all ethnic minorities in China can gain this extra points for college entrance exam, which is a pretty fierce competitive uh, exam in China. Every year, millions of Chinese kids took in this exam trying to go to college. So a few points can make a big difference and all the kids from different ethnic groups can get a few points to dozens of points based on the population of their ethnic group. And a few months ago, I interviewed a Uyghur girl, Uyghur influencer, her name is uh, Sabila. Uh, she, she told me she actually gained 30 points when she took the college entrance exam. That is a lot. That will, that's the difference of one can go to the university or not, or go to, go to a mediocre university or top university. So many Chinese kids would kill to get that many extra points. And all, all the companies, the local governments in China were also in, are also encouraged to, to, uh, to hire 
ethnic minorities. So again, I don't know which genocide in the world well, actually I, I, I boosts have, the population. Uh, I have uh, quizzed people on this. The, they use the word genocide to imply a killing, slaughter, uh, the wiping out of a population. And there are many uh, fools who are fooled by that. But when you get them in an interview, uh, they quickly have to acknowledge that while China isn't actually killing these people at all, by genocide we mean, they then say, though of course their implication was completely otherwise, by genocide we mean the destruction of their way of life, particularly their Islamic way of life. What would you mm. say to that? Okay, so let's talk about it culturally, uh, about the Islamic, uh, the Muslims. Um, first, uh, I need to, I think, to make it, need to make it clear, not all Uyghurs are Muslims. Not all Muslims are Uyghurs. Actually, there are over 10 different ethnic, ethnic groups in China are uh, Muslims. And some Uyghurs chose not to be Muslims. So the religious group are not necessarily connected with ethnic groups. And uh, about the freedom of Muslims in China, Currently, there are 35,000 mosques across China. And in Xinjiang alone, there are 24,000. And there are several in China, in, in, just in Beijing, the city that I'm living in right now. And actually, just a few months ago, I, I was invited to visit several mosques in, in Mongolia and in, in Xinjiang. And d even though I'm a woman and I'm not a Muslim, the imam showed me the greatest kindness and hospitality because they're very nice and peaceful people. They welcome non-believers to come in to get to know about them. So they allowed me to visit their five prayers a day, show me what time they do the five prayers and what um, like Islam is really about. And in that city, um, is uh, called Bayanur, a small city in the Mongolia. In that small city alone, there are 44 mosques <laughs> and uh, it's funny actually the funny part of the conversation the imam of that mosque when i asked them well a lot of people in the west are saying you guys are being oppressed you do you guys don't have the religious freedom what do you say and the imam laughed and he said do you think the americans really care about us muslims they created and founded terrorists and uh, when the when they don't listen to them they label them as terrorists so he, as a Muslim, as a imam, doesn't it feel like think these allegations from the West towards them is totally absurd, and and not only that, like Islamic people, he as a leader of uh, of this uh, mosque, he constantly meets religious leaders from other religions like Buddhism, Taoism, Christianity. Uh, they constantly uh, sit down with each other to understand each other and also organize charity works to help the citizens, to help the people in poverty. So uh, the reality in China is not only those people have religious freedom, they coexist with each other quite harmoniously. And that's the, for the Muslims. And also some people are saying there are cultural, cultural genocide, right? Um, so there are also Uyghurs that are not Muslims. Let's talk about how their lives are like. It's because I saw some of those allegations from those people. Some are saying the Uyghurs, the Muslims are forced to eat pork. There are no halal restaurants, which is totally a lie. 
because I cannot count how many halal restaurants are here in Beijing, in Xinjiang, everywhere. And there's a halal restaurant right in our office buildings. There are several halal restaurants in our campuses in different schools. Uh, so it's totally a lie. And also some people are saying Uyghurs are not allowed to say their language. They are not allowed to use their language. That, I think that doesn't even need me to debunk. Anyone with well-functioned ears and eyes, they will see Uyghur language being written, being said by local people. All the road signs, all the public signs or name of restaurant are required, uh, in Xinjiang, are required to write, uh, to be written in two languages. One is the language of the local minorities, the other is Mandarin, the national language. It's, it's required by the law. And actually, in those autonomous regions, it is required by the law that the minority's language needs to be above the national language, Mandarin. And if you go to schools in Xinjiang, in Tibet, you will see Uyghur language classes. You will see Tibetan language classes. Uyghurs are speaking their language to each other all the time. So, well, uh, what, they, uh, uh, what they're referring to, really. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is a conflict uh, between the Chinese state and the Al Qaeda franchise uh, in uh, that province uh, that used to be proscribed in Britain and the United States as a terrorist organization, uh, but which is no longer on our list of terrorist organizations, even though uh, these Al Qaeda. Uyghurs have been found in their thousands fighting in Syria, in Libya, even recently in Nagorno-Karabakh in the war uh, between uh, Armenia and Azerbaijan. They have quite obviously committed terrorist acts in China. They're on video. Their aftermath is on video. Uh, that's who China is fighting not the Muslims, not the Uyghurs. The extremists. Yeah. They are, they, are, um, they are the kind of fanatics that we fight here. Although sometimes we encourage them in other places. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So the issue that in Xinjiang, that the, the real issue was the terrorist attacks conducted by the the group that he just mentioned, ETIM, the East Turkestan Islamic Movement. 
they uh, since the 1980s, uh, late 1980s to early 1990s until 2014, 2015, around that time, uh, there were about thousands of terrorist attacks happened in Xinjiang, across Xinjiang, in different scales. Among them, uh, several are widely known. Uh, for example, the July the 5th terrorist attacks in Urumqi uh, led to hundreds of people killed, thousands of people injured. And that th those people were not just Han people, they killed Uyghurs as well, people of other ethnic groups as well. And another, th th those attacks are not just happening in Xinjiang, it spread to other parts of China and other parts of the world. Another famous one was uh, in 2014, uh, they uh, conducted this uh, a massacre at a Kunming railway station, uh, killing people regardless of their ethnic backgrounds, their age, their gender. So that terrorist group is responsible for thousands of terrorist attacks in, inside of China, outside of China. They are responsible for all those lies. Actually, that group was uh, also, that terrorist group was recognized, listed by the United Nations and also listed by George W. Bush. But Mike Pompeo delisted, which I think basically reveals the hypocrisy of American politicians. They will list those people as terrorist groups when they think they can use, um, uh, can help China to join to counter to fight this terror terrorism, and they would delist the terrorist organization when they think they can use it to continue to push this narratives uh, in Xinjiang. So well, it's uh, totally we, we we kill such people uh, on London Bridge, uh, quite rightly, uh, when they have killed other people. Uh, we kill them by drones, uh, where we can find them. Uh, we say we are committed to wiping them out on the battlefield. Uh, that's what we do. And when we capture them alive, we put them in the, in the dungeon. Uh, we put them in uh, Belmarsh, maximum security prison, the two beasts who slaughtered in broad daylight uh, a, a young British bandsman outside his barracks in South London. We jail them for a hundred years. They will never see the light of day again. That's what we do. What does China do in its fight against these uh, terrorists? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the mass Western politicians and some Western media are constantly using the term concentration camps which is far from the truth. China uh, admitted there are vocational training centers for those uh, extremists. Uh, those, that's vocational training centers, not concentration camps, because they provide professional skills training, uh, de-radicalization courses, and also give them better educations. Um, so I actually interviewed several former trainees of those vocational training centers. And there were women, uh, the two female trainees. I, I, when I asked them, BBC is saying that you guys are being systematically raped in those, in those uh, centers. Is that true? 
you can feel the they are totally outrageous at this allegation because not only none of none of the torture or rape happened in those centers, they actually formed a very close connections with the teachers, with the staff there, because not they are not just helping them in the school, they also help them outside of the school. So uh, the until very recently, in the recent four to five years, there were no terrorist attacks happen at all in China. I think that's a that proves that's a pretty effective way of de-radicalization. And what the what those centers that provide those people are professional skills, because after analyzing the reason that led to the uh, extreme thoughts, uh, one is of definitely because of the terrorist groups influence. They taught the locals uh, what they're teaching them are not the proper Islam. Um, so and also some of the people were being manipulated because they didn't have many material sources. They didn't have many educational educations. So they're easily manipulated. So what China did is lift those people out of poverty, um, teach them more skills. Those women learned skills like how to use computers, how to speak the national language, so they have more work opportunities. They uh, now after graduation, some of them are working at this women co committee. Some working uh, have their own plots of land, have their started their own businesses. So lift those people out of poverty, uh, give them material sources, and also de-radicalization. So you don't need to kill those people. You act, can actually improve their labor living standards. Well, uh, now we don't have all night, of course, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so let me go to uh, a quite different subject. Uh, mm -hmm. It might be beyond your purview, uh, but uh, certainly long before you were born, uh, the Royal Navy uh, sent a ship up the Yangtze, which uh, the uh, Red Navy in 1949 sank. It became quite an incident. It was called the Yangtze Incident. Uh, it was regarded as uh, extraordinarily bold of the Chinese to sink a British warship because, of course, we were used to sending our warships to bombard China without reply. Now, for some reason that none of us can fathom, our prize naval asset has been dispatched bristling with weapons uh, into the South China Sea, the clue being in the name. Uh, what's going to happen? How is China going to react to this provocative display of NATO military assets in Chinese waters? Um, I think I cannot say on behalf of uh, the military or the government here because I don't, I'm not working for the government, I'm not working for the military, I don't know what their reactions will be. But as an ordinary Chinese, I think Chinese people or Chinese government will no longer uh, be bullied. Um, British, British history in China is not, how to say, 
uh, it's quite humiliating for a lot of Chinese. Um, I'm sorry, can you see my image? Don't worry, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay, okay, something with the camera, sorry. Uh, the camera may try to fix it. But um, for example, not just the South China Sea. Um, we all know about the history in Hong Kong, how Britain took it as its colony. And it's a humi humiliation for Chinese, even though 100 years passed. And also in Tibet, many people also didn't know about this fact that actually Britain invaded Tibet twice in the late 18th, 18th century and early 19th. They killed a lot of Tibetans, thousands of Tibetans, recognized Tibet is part of China because they want Qing Dynasty to pay the compensation for their soldiers died on the way killing Tibetans. So Britain had a lot of history invading the territories, territories of China in Hong Kong, in Tibet, and Chinese nowadays will no longer allow it to happen again. Okay, thank you very much indeed for joining us. I hope this can be a regular thing uh, because uh, there is so much to continue the nautical metaphor. There is a tidal wave of anti-China propaganda in Western countries, and it is good to get someone who can succinctly and well uh, answer some of the calumnies. A counter orchestra, you may say, an orchestra that I'd be very happy to help conduct. Thank you very much for joining us, Li Jingjing. Thank you. On the Thank you, of George. All talk shows. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 